Welcome to Chatsunami. Hello everybody and welcome to a special episode of Chatsunami. My name is Satsunami and being very direct with me tonight is none other than the one and only Craigie C. Craigie C, welcome back. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. You stole the best pun on it. It's really difficult to get like a Nintendo one out, so just keep rolling. Let's do this. What are we talking about today? I thought you were just going to say I'm suing you and then (laughs) (laughs) be on track for a Nintendo joke there. Got to catch them all and all that. Anyway, so yeah, today we are going to be doing something quite a bit different, as many of you know, listening to this. It is the 21st of June, 2023, and Nintendo have just dropped their Nintendo Direct, which I have to say, see, for the most part, before we dive into it, it was actually not too bad this time, was it? Yeah, there was quite a lot there. Something for everyone. Except for you. Well, yeah, I didn't get much out of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for those of you who don't know... I think you were waiting for Silk Song. I was, I was waiting. I was waiting for Silk Song, as I have been at every direct, as half the comments seem to be on the live feed, it's just people spamming. It's great. I actually played a demo of Silk Song. Does that exist? Well, not anymore. It was like an exclusive to um, that games video games conference I went to, EGX. It was exclusive to that. And I played that in 2019. I was on the assumption it was like, okay, this game's out in the next six months. And how naive I was. So is this the creepy pasta you're working on? <laughs> I'm beginning to think that it's just me. I just made it up. Everyone else is just in on the joke now. It's just like something I made up. (laughs) So what you're saying is it's your Truman show. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking of Truman Show and the wonders of the internet, (laughs) let's dive into what we saw today. There was a lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of kind of interesting. There wasn't really anything too groundbreaking, I would say, bar one or two, but see without any further ado, will we just dive into what we saw today? Let's go. So first of all, see what you did there. First of all, (laughs) yeah, we had our very first peak, or rather, a longer peek at the new Pokemon DLC, which I have to admit utterly confuses me because Nintendo, or rather Game Freak and the Pokemon company, they have been doing this thing where they're focusing on other parts of the world for different regions. Like I think that started in Generation 5, where it was like set in kind of America. The one before this one was set in Britain. This one's set in Spain. And then I feel as if Game Freak said, ah, sack it, let's just bring it back to Japan for this festival. Yeah, it's an odd one. It's not like Spain has any famous festivals. You know, they, they have none, really, that I can think of. I can't think of ten famous Spanish festivals off the top of my head. So what you're saying is you want a Pokemon DLC where you just throw tomatoes at each other? Honestly? Kinda. Yeah, I would play that. <laughs> <laughs> like, Pokemon Snap but with tomatoes? Well, that would be amazing. Right? <laughs> Well, you could have the mill tanks running through the street and the toros. I mean, you know, yeah, as you said, yeah, it just it seems quite strange in that way because there's two DLCs coming out. There's the oh, the teal mask, I think, and the other one's like the indigo something. Or I'm probably going to get those wrong. But, you know, there's one set in a festival, like a Japanese-themed festival, and there's one set in, yeah, this island that I said to you at the time looked like the My Hero Academia island from that first movie. <laughs> it was a great call because it's even shaped the same as it is. 
<laughs> I, pop, I popped off when you mentioned it because like yeah that is so close I genuinely thought All Might was going to pop out and just punch the <laughs> protagonist but something you were saying as well is I mean I've not played this version personally but it was all quite flat looking wasn't it yeah I think this generation of Pokemon I'm not into the visuals of it at all I, I'm going to mention visuals a couple of times I think in this episode but I know I'm going to get out of here I know games don't have to have good graphics etc but like they need to be at least exciting and sort of interesting I feel like the Pokemon ones are just so bland and that this one was especially done I think all the the indoor stuff in that university base whatever it was was very very flat looking I mean I know people and by extension Pokemon fans are very critical of the games they say oh that particular polygon is not up to scratch and blah 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 but I feel as if more and more they're getting justified for their yeah. complaints especially for this generation that's just as filled with bugs the graphics aren't great and you know I wouldn't pick on it as much if not for the fact that it is Pokemon it's like the biggest selling multimedia franchise in the world so no there's no excuses and again if you if you're gonna enjoy this then good on you but I don't know it, it just seems like a kind of uh, middle and more information kind of thing with the direct you know yeah and I, I'm not a big I don't really know where the DLCs add into the game and stuff so I'm not really into the because I haven't played them so I'm sure for the people that have already got them they'll be chuffed to bits so moving on to the next game we got we got Sonic Superstars which I have to say this is the heretical opinion of the night but I am not a massive fan I have to say of the 2D Sonic trends that kept going around you know they kept implementing 2D Sonic in games and everything and oh look Sonic Mania Sonic Origins oh wow look the past but I don't know this one looks like a lot of fun doesn't it? So I'm not a big Sonic kid and I was kind of like oh this looks alright and then they showed off the four player co-op and that was just so funny to me that I think that's going to be wild what I dreamt Sonic Heroes was going to be when I was 10 <laughs> like I think that would be absolute chaos especially if it's like the Super Mario Brothers Wii U one where it's like everyone can hit each other as well like that four four person co-op has a lot of potential to be funny it is honestly going to be such a laugh I'm surprised that there wasn't more Sonic based content because there was an announcement recently that they're bringing out Sonic Frontiers the new game they're bringing out DLC for that but there was like as far as I remember there wasn't really much mention on the direct for that no I don't think there was anything I wonder if though does Sega do their own kind of thing for that now I think they've got an announcement in two days for Sonic's birthday oh there you go so yeah it'll probably be covered in that but yeah no I feel as if it was like the sweet spot for showing off enough of the game rather than doing what they did for Tears of the Kingdom where they just kind of showed you him walking around and it was like wow (laughs) it's Link (laughs) and speaking of Zelda quote no I'm only kidding (laughs) now the next game that we've got is Palia which is I think that was just like a living sim (laughs) yeah it looked pretty fun it depends on how the content's spaced out but I actually quite like the idea of if you genuinely can just ignore all the adventures and live in a village I think that's really funny just becoming like a blacksmith or something would be a really funny concept for a game while everyone else is off doing stuff (laughs) yeah it definitely looked like a really comfy game the only minor issue and it's something that you pointed out when it got brought up was the fact that it's going to be free to play yeah that always gives me the fear but you you get games like Ishin Impact that 
like one that's free to play, isn't it? But that's got a lot of content for free to play. So yeah, there's always a little alarm bell goes off when I hear that. But at the same time, you know, it could be good. I think that's going to be one that we'll wait and see. I just can't wait for like the loot boxes for it. was like fishing rod, fishing rod, fishing rod. Yes, I got the golden <laughs> fishing rod. What can you do with that? Catch a bigger fish. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of a bigger fish, we've got the next game, Persona 5 Tactica, which yeah, it actually looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, um, this is probably my most hyped one of the show. I'm a big Persona 5 fan. I'm also a massive Final Fantasy Tactics fan. So this will probably be like a day one buy for me. That's not true. This will be a day two buy for me because I don't buy games on the first day. <laughs> but this will be quick for me. Yeah, I love Persona and I like Tactics games. So I'll keep an eye on it and see how close it is to like uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. Like, where it's like more like an XCOM or something. But yeah, it's definitely up there for me. I'm really looking forward to that. And it was just a crippling reminder for me that I need to play <laughs> Persona. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Next we've got Myth Force, which was the Saturday morning cartoon RPG. Yeah, I thought this looked pretty funny because it was kind of like Skyrim looking, but it sounded like a Saturday morning cartoon. The only thing that kind of got me a wee bit down is it's more like a roguelike game by the sounds of it, rather than it being like a full-on Skyrim RPG, which I know is obviously a totally different league. But the thought of it being like a Borderlands style game is very appealing to me, like the four players chasing loot. So I have to see how that turns out, because I think with the four players that could be pretty funny. No, it definitely looked like a lot of fun. And as you said, it did give me Skyrim vibes. And I don't know whether Skyrim has a lot of genetic fantasy tropes, <laughs> punching skeletons and things like that, being in dungeons. It's like, oh yeah, that's a Skyrim. But yeah, I, I thought it was really well done for what was showing off. So it is interesting that they're maybe going for a more roguelike-esque type game. But yeah, we can only see what they go for. Speaking of going for the predictable, ha 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 ha, we got an announcement for Splatoon 3 Splatfest. Gonna be honest, this doesn't affect me at all <laughs> because I don't play. All I heard was like ice cream flavours. <laughs> <laughs> Splatoon's one of those games that I know I should play. You know what I mean? It, it looks like it, it would be really appealing to me. I like bright colours. <laughs> I'm a simple gamer. <laughs> but um, it looks like it's really appealing. Like There's quite like the puzzle element to it and all that. I think it's really cool. But yeah, it's just it's not on my radar, really. I don't know. It's just the thought of virtually beating down all these poor children online. <laughs> ah, Splatoon. I haven't heard that name in ages. <laughs> I love that you think that you would win online as well. I'm an optimist, okay? <laughs> right. I'm an optimist. And speaking of optimism, oh my god, the next game. This is such a... Oh, it's an interesting one. The next game, of course, being Detective Pikachu, which, on the one hand, I love the voice for <laughs> Detective Pikachu. He just he sounded like he was out of this detective noir kind of story, like, my wife Jigglypuff left me for Snorlax. <laughs> That's fair types for you. You know, like I was expecting <laughs> something like dark and gritty or something. But on the other hand, you pointed out again that the visuals just didn't seem to match up with that tone. Yeah, like Joto Noir, I mean, it looked decent, but yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> so the first game was on the DS, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. I remember seeing a few screenshots and it looks pretty cute and pretty pretty. So I was a bit sad to see this game looking, I guess, like the modern Pokemon games. I'm a big Phoenix Wright fan, so I'm hoping there's like a bit of that in it. But I don't know if it's going to be more point and click or more like... It didn't show off much gameplay. But no, I'll, I'll keep, definitely keep an eye on Detective Pikachu because that sounds really funny. And yeah, his voice was honestly the highlight of probably this entire thing. Yeah, honestly, I wish they'd save that to the very end or at least kind of the penultimate. <laughs> At one because I was like, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> but speaking of saving to the end, we got quite a. <laughs> Are you going to do one of these segues for every single yep, one? Yeah, of course I am. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's what I do. <laughs> we actually got quite a surprise announcement, that being Super Mario RPG, which I'm not going to lie, it's not one of those games that I've played, but I know of through gaming history. That was a weird drop, wasn't it? It's one of those ones that is such a hyped game, you know, when people talk about, oh, when Nintendo were bringing out their, I can't put what their gimmick name is for it, sorry, but like the retro console stuff on the Switch Online and they were like, oh, people were asking for Super Mario RPG, you hear a lot of people talking about Paper Mario, you don't see, you know, you don't get any of that anymore, and there's not really been like an RPG Mario on any of the main consoles that I'm aware of for a long time. So yeah, just kind of out of nowhere, there's no hype beyond obviously today, so yeah, crazy, this could have been, like you mentioned, this could have been the last thing of the show, I think, people still would have been pretty happy. I think I'll probably pick this one up, I'm not a huge fan of remake in general but I've never played it and I don't think there's going to be any other way of doing it now I don't think they'll bring it up so yeah and hopefully if it does well that means we'll get more Mario RPGs in the future because the Game Boy Advance one was pretty class so I want more. Because after they announced Super Mario they did a really weird thing where they kind of latched on this new Peach game that they were teasing and I'm going to be honest it's like Memento I've got no idea what's going on with it. (laughs) You had like Peach on the stage and she's like oh look it's Peach and then she gets like the dress from the movie I think or something and it's like oh look it's the thing from the movie and I'm like what is going on <laughs> And that what was amazing is the commentators were just like watch what happens when Peach stands here and then that was it nothing happened <laughs> yeah it's like going to a show and it's like look what happens when they move oh my god they're in another place they're like really <laughs> it was bizarre. It was really weird. But of course, after that, we got the Luigi's Mansion 2 remaster announcement, which I'm going to be honest, I was slightly peeved because I've never really played Luigi's Mansion, so that wasn't the part that peeved me. But it was the way they were like, oh, look, this was a game on the GameCube. Now we're bringing it to the virtual <laughs> store or whatever it is. And I'm like, really? Of all the GameCube games that you could actually bring, Luigi's Mansion, really? Or sorry, Luigi's <laughs> Mansion 2? You know, I'm still waiting for Pokemon Coliseum since the late 2000s. I'm like, come on. <laughs> oh, it annoys me. But speaking of... No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> speaking of annoys me. So the next one we got, moving off on Mario, was quite a bizarre one to include in the Direct, and that was Arkham Trilogy. It's a good enough game, but I feel as if it's one of those games that's not really hard to get nowadays. Yeah, and you pointed out as well, it's like, why would you pick the Switch for it? I think it came out on the PS3, didn't it? Originally PS3, it Xbox did. 360. It. Yeah. It's not even that old. That I think the games are still good looking, but I think they don't really deserve remakes. And I think there's actually been a remake of them as well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember now. But anyway, the point of all is, yeah, it's a bizarre one and you're absolutely on the edge of your seat waiting to buy this game for the Switch, fair enough. But I just, it would probably be the last console I'd buy it on. <laughs> Maybe it was the quality of my stream, but it definitely looked quite downscaled in a couple of regards. I do remember, from what I remember of the Arkham games, they were visually stunning. You know, they really struck you like Batman's fist striking in the face, but that's assuming you're a criminal POV. But <laughs> yeah, it just it doesn't seem like the kind of game you would be rushing for maybe yeah i think it's what with the price content on the switch i'm sure if i logged on to the playstation or microsoft store right now i could buy all three games for the price of one like one nintendo switch game you know what i mean because i should be i assume it would be a 60 70 quid i mean that's just the nintendo tax yeah, yeah so i mean it's like that nintendo tax so why would you i don't know it's not not for me the next game we then got was another indie one called raid shadow legend sorry gloomhaven <laughs> it really kind of gave me Great Shadow Legends vibes. That was the, I think it was like a dungeon crawler, but it had the cards as well. Yeah, so I briefly mentioned this to you. This game actually 
does look quite good for me. But I don't play card games anymore because they like enter my dreams. So I. I've had dreams about Slay the Spire, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Hearthstone and various other games. I just can't play card games. There's something wrong with my brain where they'll just latch on. So I'm not buying this game for the love of God. Please don't buy me this game. <laughs> so buy it for Christmas, God. No. And speaking of your other Christmas gifts... <laughs> Coming up next, we had the Just Dance reveal. You know, nothing really new. It's Just Dance. <laughs> it's just Just Dance. Just dance. Uh-huh. Nintendo, hire me, please. I can make all <laughs> these bad jokes. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't really much to say about Just Dance. Nah. It looks the same, but, you know, different songs. I like it. You like it as well, which I was really surprised at. I was like, oh, a fellow man of culture. <laughs> <laughs> I love Just Dance. It's just the next one in the franchise. I'm sure it'll be absolutely fantastic. Like all of them. Going on to the next one, let me preface this by reading out the message i sent to you on facebook (laughs) jesus another rpg (laughs) silent hope i think was the next one yeah not much to say about it it was another yeah power of friendship i must save the world yeah did you have any thoughts on that one no i think i got quite excited and realized it was like a roguelike again i like rpgs and i like roguelikes but i don't need them all the time you know what i mean i like my rpgs to have a story when i get a chance so yeah not for me and then moving on from that speaking of narratively rich games we had fey farm (laughs) which that was the chubby fairy one it was the one where i'm just reading through what we're saying together <laughs> just to remind me of what game was what i think it was the one that again it was similar to palia where it was like you just kind of did your own thing you oh yeah out. yeah yeah this was one it was more kind of like had like the fairies in it and stuff i remember that now yeah that looked cute probably not picking it up either but it, it was cute how dare they not cater to our 30 something <laughs> demands i think my thing is though like the farming style rpgs is like a hundred of hours long and i don't need more than one of those games a year <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, I can't play more than... I think there's been like two Harvest Moon games out this year and various other ones. Like, I can't... This isn't going to fit in the schedule. I'm sorry, lads. Maybe a stream of it, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and I'd said to you that it reminded me of the Diamond and Peril remake yeah. that we made a couple of years ago where it was just like the whole overworld was just chibis. I just got flashbacks and then when I came to, to my senses, we got a double whammy of car-based games. Mm. We got a racing Hot Wheels game, which... Yeah, that's Hot Wheels. Then we got Manic Mechanic, which felt more like overcooked but in a garage yeah there's been a few of those kind of like overcooked but in a blank blank you know there's like the moving house one there was the move office one so yeah this one will probably be good as well i wouldn't want them to top overcooked you know what i mean i think it's like such a high bar i'd love for them to top it one day <laughs> <laughs> so for the next one we had the dlc announcement for mario rabbits 2 i've not really played much of this but i can't look at this game because every time i look at it i think of xcom and when i think of xcom I think of you, Craigie C, so... How um how lovely, thank you. <laughs> how baffling, I know. <laughs> I'm glad that you think of me when you see Rabbids, but there's only so many hours in the day, and I actually played the first one, I really, really liked it, so I'll probably try to pick up this at some point. There's only so many hours in my life. <laughs> Speaking of which, the next one we had was Dragon Quest Monsters, which, yeah, it's a Dragon Quest game. It looks like Dragon Quest meets Pokemon, and I don't want to be one of those guys, you know, with the obnoxiously loud thumbnails that's like, this is just like Pokemon, but I genuinely <laughs> don't know how else to summarise that. 
this unanticipated say, yeah, it's Dragon Quest, it's monsters, shove them together. That's what you got. Yeah, I like the Dragon Quest franchise, so I will keep a distant eye on this in case it turns out to be an absolute blinder. But yeah, it looks very similar to that kind of like Pokemon capturing raised monsters thing. So I do like the Dragon Quest combat. So you never know, it might be a bit of a blinder for me. So we'll see what happens. Speaking of throwing things at bigger monsters, <laughs> no, of course we've got Pikmin 4 next, which I have to say the cool thing that they did announce was that Pikmin 1 and 2 was going to be coming out again as like a remaster, but in terms of Pikmin 4, I'm going to be honest, I don't know what a Pikmin is. <laughs> I know it's like <laughs> aliens and I know what it is, physically I know what it is, but I never really played Pikmin and you and I were talking about this weren't we? Yeah, I was saying I wasn't a Nintendo kid growing up, the Nintendo Switch is actually my first Nintendo home console so Pikmin has absolutely no bearing on my life. A lot of people are very excited and I probably will try pick up. I might just jump to this one or start from the start when it comes out. I don't know which way I'll play it. Yeah, I want to see what the hype's about because everyone does seem hyped, but the gameplay footage, I'm like, okay, I, I get it, but I'm not like, oh, I need to go out and buy this. So I don't know. I feel like I'm missing something and I don't know if that's nostalgia or if it's just like these games just play amazingly. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know if I'll pick it up. I mean, maybe I'll try out the demo and there's probably hundreds of Pikmin fans out there going, how dare you? It's all these <laughs> like tiny aliens start running through my door but yeah we'll see then of course we got another surprising collection announced for the Switch and that was the Metal Gear Solid collection or sorry I should say Volume 1 which makes me think are they planning on bringing the 5th game to the Switch at some point that caught me off guard as I saw Volume 1 I was like wow Metal Gear Solid 4 and 5 on the Switch would go nuts <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. This looks quite interesting. So it's Metal Gear Solid, you know, 1, 2, and 3, and then the original Metal Gear games from, like, the NES, and then a whole bunch of random stuff, like graphic novels, soundtracks, and all sorts of random stuff. It looks weird. I, again, don't typically play remakes very much, so I won't be jumping up for this. Metal Gear Solid 3 is maybe my favourite game of all time, but I'm happy to leave the memories alone. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I thought was quite interesting was obviously the remaking Metal Gear Solid 3, that Metal Gear Solid Delta game coming out. So I thought this was pretty weird timing to do it so close to it, but I guess you want to try, you know, strike the iron while it's hot. Because the last time we did see a fully remastered Metal Gear Solid 3 was the Pachinko machine in Japan, <laughs> because they leaked all the, I don't know if you saw this, they leaked the cutscenes and everything, and they were like, oh look, it's the remaster, and then it turned out it was the Pachinko machine from Japan there. Oh, yeah. I was just like, really? Is it... <laughs> I feel sorry for the Metal Gear fans for that, but yeah, at least you get it on the Switch now. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that, we have Vampire Survivors. I don't really have much to say for this, other than it looks like a Nokia exclusive. So, you made this joke, and I actually went and looked this up. It is actually an iPad game. You are joking. No, you can get it on your iPad. Oh my god. So, there you go. It looks like it. Normally, if it's for artistic reasons, or there's a theme or something, and maybe I can let it go but I mean come on did you not think it looked a bit not basic but rough around the edges yeah it's definitely going for that kind of super Nintendo look yeah I'm actually just looking at it now I think it's available on Android as well I'm going to see if I can just get it on my phone right now oh for god's sake <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Vampire Survivors. So this is terrible podcast content because I'm just now scrolling through my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's audio-only platform. <laughs> oh, you can? Yeah, it's a mobile app. What? This oh. is going to kill my audio for a second as I start downloading. 154 megabytes and it's free. And it's free? Why yeah. would you pay for the Switch version? <laughs> Kids, download it on your phone. Don't download it on the Switch. 
you're burning your money. You might as well get a £10 note and just burn it. <laughs> oh my god. That's a revelation of the night right there. <laughs> just continue on without me. I'm playing this game now. Oh, great. Fantastic. Welcome back to the Chats and Army Solo Hour with Sats and Army. <laughs> So the next announcement we got, really not much of a news, was just esports, really. They talked about Splatoon and Mario Kart. I'm going to be honest, I would be the worst person for Mario Kart esports. I would be one of those people that they would have copy pastas of me yelling at some poor kid. Because <laughs> it's like, I wasn't cheating. I used the boost at the last time. And it's like, you used the blue shell, you little... <laughs> but yeah, after that, we got... Headbangers Rhythm Royale which I have to admit initially I was like "Eh, I don't know and that was the pigeon one made by (laughs) Team 17 which as we were talking about at the time it's the same guys that do Overcooked and those kind of indie games so Worms yep that too so on the one hand I think okay I've got a bit of faith here I've got a little faith in them but on the other hand some of the notes and I said that to you some of the notes sounded oddly familiar to the soundtrack of Overcooked and don't get me wrong I know obviously they're using assets from previous games and things that's not a crime but what I thought was did they just export the same soundtrack and you know just put it in this game honestly the Overcooked soundtrack was banging so to be fair that would actually actually be pretty good (laughs) yeah to be fair I'd play it for that so the next one that we got was Penny's Big Breakaway which was the one about the girl and the yo-yo yeah that looks like a lot of fun i have to say i was kind of like oh it looks all right and then when they mentioned it was a team behind sonic mania which again i'm not a sonic fan but i knew that was pretty well received so yeah that looked pretty cute they also mentioned the speedrun aspect of it they were gonna have like a time attack mode in it about trying to you know finish the levels as fast as possible and that that kind of stuff's cool so yeah no definitely on for that one the only weird thing and i don't know if you noticed that was how zoomed out it was yeah i was hoping that was maybe just for the, the trailer and maybe they'll tuck it in as the game especially on the Switch if you've got handheld mode and the screen's so small you can't be be doing that yeah if you have the Switch light yeah you're not going to be able to see anything on that you're just going to see a dot and be like which pixel's penny I don't know (laughs) but then next we got Mario Kart DLC which you actually brought up a very interesting point for this though yeah Mario Kart 8 is incredible it's a great game but it came out in 2017 18 2017 and it was bonkers to me that they basically went quiet on it for like five years and then suddenly done like a whole wave of DLC. Such a weird business decision I guess. I don't know why it happened but yeah if people are still playing Mario Kart 8 go for it. I did see the original one of these DLC updates brought out a thing where you can choose which weapons you get in the game so you can do a mode where you only play using blue shells That's amazing. Which is very funny <laughs> Yeah I might put this up one day and you know give the courses a blast. I'm in no rush And then of course next after this we go, are you ready for this Craigie? Are you ready? Oh. Yeah Another RPG yeah, buddy. Shock horror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Star Ocean, which I'm going to be honest, I don't know much about this one, but what I do know about it is I liked the art style of it. I liked the fact that it was like 3D models for the landscape and everything, but it was like 2D sprites for the actual characters. Yeah, that was really cute. I played one of the Star Ocean games I think on the PlayStation 2. It's pretty cool. It's like a sci-fi fantasy mix, but again, I don't really know much about this one and probably won't be picking this one up, I'm afraid. Same. I mean, I like the idea, and as I said to you, 
I would love to see a Pokemon game in this style, but yeah, yeah I doubt we're getting either of those anytime soon. <laughs> so for our third last one, we have WarioWare, which I'm not going to lie, I'm surprised it's taken them that long to do another WarioWare game. Yeah, especially because it seems like the thing that the Switch has never really had is that kind of use the peripherals as they are. So obviously you get things like Wing Fit, that's the one I would have got, like it's great. But yeah, there doesn't seem to really seem to be like a whole Joy-Con game, so it is funny that it's taken so long. This looked great. I think Wario was pretty funny. One thing that did make me flinch slightly was it's like, well, you can play four players at the same time. It's like, man, that's eight Joy-Cons. That's terrifying. But yeah, no, it's cool. But I'm up for that. I was going to say, think of the drift. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was the part of the show where I was joking to you saying, I bet you as a finale they're going to end on some Zelda stuff. Yes. And I swear to God I was joking and then all of a sudden they were like, so many of you are enjoying Tears of the Kingdom. I was like, oh God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just more amiibos. Really nothing to say in that. It's like if you want a plastic model of Zelda, Link, or shirtless Ganon, I know which one of those three is going to be selling out awful soon. <laughs> it's just me buying shirtless Ganon over and over again. <laughs> well, just a throw in a shirtless Ganon. <laughs> yeah, going on to the final announcement of this stream, we had Mario Wonder, which, yeah, I honestly, we were talking about this again when we were watching it, but I feel as if Mario RPG probably would have been the better one to end on because I know technically Mario Wonder is the new game that they're releasing but it seems like a weird one to end on. Obviously it will sell well and because the Mario games always do so I guess might have been part of the hype but yeah 2D Marios don't feel the same anymore I know they tried to make them launch like the like big games but it's not like an Odyssey a 3D Mario game would have been a whole new thing. This looked fun it looked cute but yeah I'm not a big Mario 2D guy. I was kind of like ah. Oh, Shame it wasn't Silk Song. No. <laughs> Instead, you got a Mario elephant and you were just told, suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> just what I always wanted. Maybe the power-up's called Silk Song, just to uh... rub salt into the wind. <laughs> Mario Silk Song. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bit to the you-know-what. <laughs> I would just retire. <laughs> For my work up, I'm retiring. Yeah, it's just no. No, no, I'll do that. So, overall, Craigie, how would you rate this direct because usually for the most part the directs are usually rated quite lowly and poorly but how did you feel about this one? I think it was decent overall it's definitely something there for everyone it does seem to me and this is getting a little conspiracy theory-ish now but it does seem to me like this was like a winding down one like the Mario game the 2D one is the only real big announcement there in terms of like new games so it does this definitely feels like they're winding down the Switch now how true that is I don't know but it does you know I mean there's no the 2D Mario is only brand new AAA game kind of there that I can think of off the top of my head now obviously Pikmin 4 being announced a while back so it does it, it feels like we're winding down a bit now for the Switch so it was good for what it was as long as you weren't going in expecting a massive Metroid 4 or the new 3D Mario or Silk Song or something like that you know as long as you didn't cry after the direct Silk Song wasn't on it what did you think? Yeah I thought it was fairly solid but that's a, actually a very good point because other than as you said Mario Wonder yeah all of the games with the exception of Detective Noir Pikachu there oh of course I that's my bad. The other ones I more or less had heard of, or if I hadn't heard of them, you know, they weren't ones that I would have sat back and went, wow, I can't believe that. Maybe with the exception of the Mario RPG game, but for the most part, this was very RPG heavy. 
you know, yeah. if you was if you know that's the kind of console that the Switch is, it's a very RPG esque console. It's not like you're gonna get first person shooters as often on it. You're not gonna get these very high intensive games. You're gonna get ones that are a bit more slower paced or methodical, with the exception of the Sonic, of course. You know, platformers excluded on that. So yeah, it was a good direct. I would say overall, I wouldn't say many of them blew me away but it was good to see you know it was like it was a comfy one because there's been so many I remember the Pokemon one when they did that a couple of years ago and I remember watching that and I think I was texting you at the same time I was just like yeah this sucked (laughs) (laughs) I was expecting like a remake of Gold and Silver and everything and instead we got Chibi Maker or sorry Fae Farm 2.0 there and we got the what about brushing your teeth the tooth brushing up oh god yeah and Pokemon Sleep does anyone use Pokemon Sleep write to us if you do please I need to I'd love to know your sleep schedule and if it has helped yeah please do if you're going to catch them all by sleeping all day let me know what you're doing right <laughs> but yeah on that note Craigie C thank you so much for coming on to discuss this thank you very much I've had a great time enjoyed the direct I'll chat to you soon and yeah if you want to listen to more of our episodes then you can catch us on podwage.com forward slash chat tsunami and all good podcast apps also if you want exclusive content and early access to our ramblings then you can catch us over on patreon.com forward slash chat I'd also like to just give a huge shout out to our Pandalorian patrons, Robotic Battle Toaster and Sonia. Thank you so much for supporting the channel. But until then, stay safe, stay awesome, and most importantly, for the love of God, download Vampire Survivors on your phone. Do not give them money for this. <laughs> it's free for God's sake. I'm playing it right now. Oh my God's sake.